Oh, yeah. Put her little short ass on the hyper. That'd be funny as hell. <laughs> oh, God, no. That's your kidneys right there. That, no. Don't ever do that ever again. Yeah, she hit both of them. Don't ever do that. But ever she's again. so cute and adorable. I understand that. <laughs> That's the reason why I'm not punching her in the face right now. That's right. So we're just going to start now. So welcome back to Wingman's Garage. This hey is yo. Chris the Wingman. Daniel the Track Rat. Pretty boy. Whatever you want to eat. Yeah, I don't care. So conceited. I am so <laughs> I'm not nearly as bad as the, one of the per people that were talking last night. This is introductions. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank you for letting me be here and thank my family. Anyway, sorry. Oh, boy. And Tina Villa. Tina's here. The Tina's here. Tina rode. Tina's the only one of us that rode. Yep. You're listening. That's sad. Oh. Don't remind me. Oh, well. Well. You're listening to episode 24. 24? 24. Who's number 24? Who's number 24? Is LeBron 24? I, I think he is. I don't know. I don't know. I don't care. Anyways, 24. Wingman's Garage. Yep. Thank you for making it through episode 23. That, I was, know a, that was, was a discordant mess. I know it was a little different than what we normally do. Not that you know we're ever fully prepare anything. What's, but, uh, what's that? I don't know what that means. I don't know. I kind of thought the last episode was actually kind of fun just it wasn't hanging bad. out. Yeah, it was a good hangout. You know, if you can just hang out with us, you can just hang out with us. Yeah, if you can hang out with us, you've got some pretty thick skin. That's right. But uh, we've actually got a little bit more to talk about this week. Cause we do, actually. There's been a lot that's gone on. Been a lot. And not just with our own personal lives. No. You know, I, I, I just got off the sofa about 20 minutes ago, so I, I'm good. Fuck off. <laughs> um, anyways... You're paying that dude seventy five dollars an hour, and I can just sit there and say, "Here, here's a beer. Start talking." Beer sounds great. Oh God, it does. Doesn't but uh, it? Anyway. we're actually not broadcasting from Starbucks. No, today. we're not. We it were a, earlier, but it was a little crowded, and that's no big deal. It's good for them because they're making money. Yes, it sounded like an international market for a little bit there. It sounded like <laughs> it sounded like Market Street in yeah. New York. But it's all good. So it is all good. So really? uh, we're actually sitting here in the middle, of kind I, of nowhere. Not really, kind of nowhere. Just kind of like a little pavilion. I don't know why they put this here. Yeah, so this is a really weird location yeah, for something like this. Arugula with benches. Yeah. So, so we're just going to rename eat. this episode Wingman's Pavilion. <laughs> oh, um, more on that later. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, let's see. Well, I guess let's get right into it. How's your week? So far, so not too bad. Um, got the registration done on the on the Baroness today. Yeah, having God. moved around a bit, having moved around a bit, stuff yeah. About bang time. Yep. <laughs> um, time. Had some really neat and interesting things come up in my, in my, in mine, in, well, my life, motorcycling wise today. So we will talk more about that when that actually happens. So um, that's a little teaser, and then got registered for a private event coming up in two weeks. At bowling up in Bowling Green, we will have film and video for you on that. Yep, we'll actually some interviews as well. Some cool interviews and stuff like that because it's uh, I've got two buddies I want to interview. If we can get them both on the couch at the same time and get some alcohol in them, it'd be really funny. <laughs> um, or hell, all, all four, the five of us together, it'd be scary. Right. Um, scary good. It'd be scary fun. And um, hmm, 
Then, ah, that's about it, really. Rode a little bit. Um, haven't really done much with the bike, just haven't had the time or the money. Um, just rode. The hair. Just back and forth to work. Haven't actually gone out on a ride yet. Right. But we will be doing that this weekend. Yes, we've got a ride coming up this weekend. It's our third <coughs> annual Bell Buckle ride. Um, this is going to be the first time Daniel and Tina have joined us yep, on it. But uh, first time. Something the Queen and I and some other friends have uh, done for the last two years. It'll be the third year in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, it's probably one of the rides I look forward to yeah. every year. It's not Something nearly I can as, count on yeah, every year. It's not crazy like the end of summer ride was. No. I... No. I Let's, let's okay. Let's talk about something like those kind of rides, right? Like you know, ride of the century, end of the summer, that kind of stuff. Those rides have their place. They do. Those rides are fantastic for getting YouTube videos, mm-hmm. everybody getting out and playing, and acting like a hooligan because we want to, and that's what we kind of do on motorcycles anyway. Right. Um, I've got nothing bad to say about you know the no. the the hooligan ride that happens every so often. I mean, no. it's just one of those things. It goes hand in hand with the ride. It, and with the with the particular type of motorcycles that we ride, it just that's what it exactly, and that's what happens. That's not a big deal. It's just part of the deal. <clears throat> the only um, problem, the only the only real issue I have with it is you get a lot of people that are either new to riding or new to riding in a big group, mm-hmm. and they don't know protocol, and they don't know how to stagger, they don't know riding formation, everything like that. They start, hey, I'm going to do this, and they start acting kind of stupid, and then people crash or situations exist where something happens and <clears throat> i'm not going to be one to say i don't want these rides to happen because that's dumb i would never say i don't want these rides to happen anymore because they are fun to watch they are mm-hmm. fun to go on i get invited to ride of the century every year yep. and i just where all the greatest stories come from and that's yeah what's where all the sto- best stories come from that's where all, all the best like friendships and camaraderie com- camaraderie comes from but it's like ah i'm getting to a point now where i don't know if i want to be around that big a group of people. Right. I don't want to say about those people because I know those are. I'll ride with anybody. I don't care. I, we can go ride scooters, ride vintage Vespas. I'll do that on up to 240 horsepower superbikes. I don't care. Right. But ah, you know, I mean, that kind of. I'm becoming. With... I, I guess I'm getting old just because I'm <laughs> being being much more discerning about who I ride with. Hashtag older and wiser. Hashtag older and older. <laughs> Right. Well, now, that being said, we just had the Fallen Angels ride. We did. Uh, what last week? No, it was two weeks past, ago. It was, no, it was this past weekend. Yeah, past weekend. It was. Uh, and it, see, day. the funny thing is, it's not the, the quote, they call it the Fallen Angels ride. I remember when that started back in oh, when did it start? Oh six, oh seven. It would happen in oh six. It was happened because the crash happened in oh six. It was Ricky's ride. That's mm-hmm. what it was called. And the first one, it was only like fifteen people. Yeah. And then it just got huge the last two three years. And it, that's when I've just been like, I don't know if I want to deal with this anymore. Right. Just because it's that many people. Exactly. Really, Tyler? Really? You're going to park in a handicapped spot? Really? <laughs> yep, handy stall. I guess I should go to the all those Right. I well, know. it is a Subaru, so I can understand why you would want to park there. <laughs> Tyler has finally arrived. Tyler showed up. But Huh? Over oh, at the other area. We walked. Anyway, so... Yeah. yeah. No, but, we're, I'm picking on Tyler because it's fun and I can't. It, it is. He's fun to pick up. Exactly my point. You've already got a bad enough ra- uh, opportunity as it is. I'd use your words, Daniel. <laughs> That's one of those Dick, things where. Dick. Yeah, you need to, like, get Tina's your. has been rubbing off on him. Yeah, no shit. Oh, hey now. 
I already is. thought you two were snagging. Anyway, <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. Anyways, but, but yeah. So, yeah, back to the that. The whole thing with that is, you know, I had a coworker ask me, hey, aren't you going to go on this ride? I'm like, honestly, I'm not. And he's like, why not? Too good for us? I'm like, no, no, no really, no. not at all. I'm. If you're going to go, go. Have a good time. Put my name out there. Say, yeah. have a good time. It's just, honestly, with that many people on that ride, and like Daniel said, a lot of them being either inexperienced or just n- not understanding how things work. I don't want to be part of that because, you know, it'll be my luck. You'll have the squid hey, on the, buddy. On the 2002 the Gixxer 1000 yeah. trying to do a stand-up wheelie down the interstate and losing it in front of me yeah. or in front of the queen or in front of, in front of anybody. anybody, you know? But if it is an 01 or 02 GSXR 1000 with green wheels, you'll be okay. That's Moses. <laughs> that dude... I mean, there's I, only three people I'll let do wheelies next to me. He's one of them. Right. Well, it just comes down to the fact that it's like, you know, go out, enjoy these rides, do you? Yeah. But at the same time, think a little bit about you what you're doing. You can tell Tyler's here. So <laughs> right? <laughs> Russell, Russell. Just think about what you're doing because yeah. your mistakes will hurt more than just you. Yep. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Just, But yeah, we are never going to disparage anybody doing a ride oh, yeah. like that because it's ahead, fun do to it. do. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm not good at wheelies, or I do it all the time, but I'm really not that good at wheelies. <laughs> right, me neither. I just, um, whatever. But, you know, the uh, the ride we're doing this weekend, going to be a little more relaxed. It's a little oh, bit yeah. larger group than normal. My body won't do them. But it's going to be... You lying sack of shit. <laughs> My bike won't do them. Of course you it lying won't. Lying fuck. Not riding. <laughs> yeah, well, not uh-huh. when you're riding it. Oh. <laughs> it did with me. <laughs> So, anyway. everybody, say hello to Tyler. He's finally joined us. Ah, Slacker. <laughs> Coming from the Tina. So, I just want to throw it out there. I'm working with a bunch of, like, good old country boys. Oh, how's that so, working out for you? Horrible for my accent. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I can definitely tell. Do you all prefer twangy Tyler or not-so-twangy Tyler? That's the question on Twitter right now. <laughs> Hi, y'all. Twangy Tyler. Twangy Tyler. No, that's your new nickname. Twang. Twang. Twang, Twang is the new nickname. You're not that or mole rat. Mole rat, yeah. Because you don't have any hair anymore. Oh. Oh. So, if Tyler farts, we call him Poo Twang? No. Wait. <laughs> what was the little naked mole rat's name in... Uh, mole rat! That's what we're... Got. That's from Kim Possible. That's what she brought up. Is, yep. that, yeah, is that what his name was? I think yes. he had a name. Uh, no, he Hold on, hold on. To the Google. To the Google. Oh. Oh, my <laughs> God. Did you really just do that? Okay, sorry. She just asked. She was just on Facebook scrolling through, and she just asked. And sitting on the picnic table in front of her, and she just asked where it was. Don't be a twat, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Anyway, all right. So, new topic. Oh, so let's just say before we close that out. If you're in the Tennessee area, Middle Tennessee yes. in particular, you want to join us on this ride. Um, get on Facebook. Look it up. It's the third annual Bell Buckle Ride. Um, it's an event. Um, all the information you need is right there about where to do it. Click on it. Say you're going. Say you're not going. Whatever. But uh, Rufus, yeah. Rufus, that's your come, name. Come, more the merrier. Yep. But uh, let's move on to some exciting motorcycle news. Which, which parts? Oh, all of it. Well, let's start off with the big news. The from big drop. Yamaha. Yamaha. Oh yeah. Yamaha so, is teasing. They're very, very they're being much jerks teasing. about it. And you can hear it. In fact, I think I can pull it up. Actually, no, I'll just throw it in. There. Just throw it in there. I'm just saying. The cool thing about not working in the bike shop every day... You can get excited about stuff. I get excited about stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, about a week ago, yeah. Yamaha dropped a new video on their Facebook. And uh, now this is Yamaha Europe. 
Don't look on the U.S. website because you're not going to see anything. Yeah. But they are teasing the newest addition to the R lineup of sport bikes. And if, from that video, and if they're not lying to us, it is a four-cylinder. It is a high-revving four-cylinder. And so it sounds amazing. It sounds good. Well, let me rephrase this. It sounds like every other 600 that's ever been out there. So it's gonna. Re- it sounds like it revs like a banshee. Um, and I, we are guessing, we are of the impression it's going to be the new R6. Yep. Because the R6 in its current generation is 10 years old. Yes, it is it's very long in the tooth. Incredibly long in the tooth. It is incredibly successful. It's won a lot of Isle of Man. It's won a, that, that bike won both Super Sport races in the last three or two or three years in the Isle of Man. Um, it is a very capable track bike. It has won regional championships actually our friend Aaron just won the regional his regional championship for C Superstock this past weekend he won that um, it's one of those deals where it's been very successful here in the US there's a couple of there's a very there's a very three or four very large reasons why that is but we won't get into that I think we've covered those in a we've few covered those in a, in a few episodes but the R6 is first and foremost more of a track bike than a street bike yes it is so I'm really curious, and they're not going to unveil this bike until October fifth, fifth or fourth, fifth, fifth. Okay. At the uh, International Motorcycle Show, the Intermont. Intermont. Oh well, everything's going to come out. At everything's Intermont. coming out there. So we're going to see exactly what this bike is. If it is truly R6 that we think it is, yeah. Or if it's something completely different. It's got to be an R6. It has to be. They've done. They did a new R1. That was last year. And the six is long. The new. Long, the R. The long. we. Six hundreds are yeah. long in the tooth. Just all. All six of them. Yeah. Or all four of them. Five. I forgot trying Five of them. Right. Uh, there has to be something. Yeah. Now, we were under the impression they were going to do a triple. But if they don't, oh well. They're, Who they've... knows? The thing I remember about the triple is, they said, we're coming out with a triple. It is going to be basis of a, which I guess if you think about it, Technically, Yamaha would, I guess, call it a super sport to be in the the sport bike class, what we, as we normally call it. But yeah. they said it was going to be a sport bike of sorts. Well, the FZ kind of is. Kind of, but not really. But they mentioned they're going to use it on several platforms. Well, we've seen it on... Uh, now I'm brain farting. FJ SCR. No, the US... Oh, the XSR. 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 Right. And then the... Tracer. Lord... The FJ09. I have like, I think I'm just I, I need food. <laughs> we'll leave it on that. Tyler, we out. You're gonna get Tyler's a brain is tired. But yeah, so there's three bikes that the, yeah. the FZ engine is based on. FZ MT engine is based on. Uh, that bike, that engine's got a lot of potential to do more. Mm-hmm. Of course, it won't necessarily slide into the 675 range that you know most of the triple. Most I say like the MV Agusta and the, the Triumph. That's the only way that it will actually qualify for racing. Right. So who knows? Now, who's to say that Yamaha's marketing department might be trying to mislead us with the sound of the engine? Because we no don't get here. to see any. No. Except for you know part of the windscreen. Yeah. It, and the rider. There's no argument here. It could be them saying, "Hey, guess what? There's a new R coming," and they're like, "Hey, we just trimmed the fairing up for the new R for R6 for 2017." Right. I, now it looks more like the R1. Yeah, look, it. if it's a new R6, they're not going to make a bad one. 
They no. can't screw it up. It's 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 one of the it's the most successful 600 for the last decade. I mean, Yamaha's in the position right now where pretty much everything they make is gold. Yeah, they've got they've busted their butt and they've put the time in, and that's what we've got now, which is fantastic. Good for Yamaha. I'm not a big Yamaha fan. I just don't like. I mean, the product line's cool and everything. It's just there's not enough out there that I enjoy for the brand. Right. Which, you know, I mean, I'm a Rossi fan. I don't like Lorenzo by any stretch of the imagination. Of course, that's also well documented. <laughs> but <clears throat> I don't know. I just I'm excited that the new R6 is coming. I'm just, just excited to see change. Yeah. In, in the lineup, I want to see that. I really want to see that bike because yeah. it's it looks like, it sounds and if it's anything like the old one. It's going to be fantastic because it won. I know they won the World Supersport Championship with it at least once. They won right. it with Chaz, <clears throat> and then Lucas Gasso was second on it or something like that. Right. And Cal won it too, didn't he? Yes. Chrysler won it the year before. Yes, he did. So but again, now we're we're still yeah exta- establishing how well performing yes R six is, you know. And again, seeing a change like this is fantastic because. Realistically, the only companies really making changes in anything is Yamaha, yep. and to a point, Kawasaki. To you a know, point, you know the new ZX10, the 16 ZX10. While it looks fairly similar <laughs> to the 15 and yeah. through 10, at least it's, it's a, a different new bike. bike. Yeah, and uh, they've <clears throat> and stylistically wise, it's, you've got two camps. You've got for okay, since we're just going to go off on this tangent because I'm going to take us there. This will be entertaining. Um, you've got two camps. You've got a the BMW silhouette, mm-hmm. and then you've got the Panigale silhouette. Right. The Kawasaki. It doesn't look it. They resemble each other. They're like they're like two people that aren't related that kind of look like each other. Right. Um. Whereas, since we're going to segue into this, the new CBR one thousand. Right. Which the pictures have dropped. We don't know if this is a test mule. That's probably just a test mule. Yep. If you haven't seen it, jump on our Facebook page, Wingers yeah. Garage. Um, you'll actually see it as posted uh, about a week or so ago. Yeah. Uh, spy shots taken of the new CBR 1000, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. It looks like they might be doing buffeting testing and stuff like that. It may not be the actual bike because of just the way the forks are, the way the exhaust is. It may not be an actual bike. It might just be, I mean, post production. That's um, just a Jixer tail on an old R1. No, it's not. <laughs> Shut up. I mean, it's. I, I wish I had the other picture to show you from the front. Yeah. Uh, it's Panigale-ish. It, you can see the resemblance between this and that new CBR 250RR we were talking about. Yeah. There's a lot of resemblance to it, which you know, all the sources have said that they're the 1000, the Fireblade, is literally going to mimic yeah. the lines of the 250RR. But so that's just to get a a, a new design concept and a new design language for the brand because right. if you do that and you take it through the brand and the brand is has the identity there um, um that being said going back to um young machine that japanese magazine that's yeah. always got everything um their episode so their issue a couple months back on the cover actually had what they were claiming to be the new fireblade and it actually looked fairly similar to what we're seeing in this picture. Yeah, the the Young Machine and then PB, Performance mm-hmm. Bikes in England. They've got a guy that works for them called named Car Lee, K-A-R-L-E-E. He's a, one of the writers. He's one of the graphic designer guys. 
but he's the one that comes up with all these cool renderings and stuff. But yeah. So, keep going, keep going. We'll get to this one next. Uh, he looks, uh, he does a lot of the renderings that you see in like Cycle in the World and that kind of stuff. <clears throat> and he takes separate pieces of bikes and puts them all together and modifies them a little bit and that kind of thing. And it makes it actually the work really well. But he did one. He's done. He's done them for forever. I remember there was one issue where they did. He did renderings of. Hey, let's say they never stopped the TL one thousand. And what would they look this, like today? This is what it would look like today. Or the RG500. Or <coughs> the R7. You know, something like that. So, it's... <sighs> I want to see the rest of the bike. It looks... That can't be the that can't be a production bike. Because no. it does, the forks aren't piggy, uh, piggybacks... They aren't. The rear shock doesn't look like anything special. It it just looks unfinished. It looks very unfinished. So I'm yeah. guessing it's just a, a pre-production bike doing testing. I'm hoping just for bodywork testing. Right. Well, we've but only we'll got see. a week before Intermont. Yeah. So we'll have to see what gets announced. Oh, trust me, the, that Intermont the the Intermont shows get when we do when we do the podcast is gonna have a whole lot of stuff on. Oh yeah, there's gonna be a lot. I'm sure because there's a lot of stuff coming out of BMW mm-hmm. too because they're gonna introduce two more R9T variants. Right. They're gonna have and two of those coming, and the new Scrambler just got released, price-wise, and it's thirteen grand. Yep, it's not bad, and for what you get, and for all the customization, all the tunability in that chassis, you can't beat it. I right. mean, it's fa- I mean, for thirteen grand, you can get that, or for about the same money, you get a scr- Triumph Scrambler. Right there. Well, anyway, you know the other thing that personally I'm looking forward to in the Intermont also is seeing what Suzuki's really going to do. Yes. Um, of course, top of the list there is the new GSX-R1000. They've, they've shown us the concept. So excited We've for that We've seen the concept on moving on a track. Yep, I'm so uh, excited for that bike. American Suzuki actually had it on their website forever, and they finally just pulled it down. So That bike, I'm going to guarantee you, Roger, Roger Lee, Tony, and Jake Lewis have already ridden the quote-unquote race bike. Mm-hmm. What they're going to start with, they've already ridden them, but I am beyond excited for that bike because if Suzuki can get back to where they were in the sport bike game, I'm I'm all for it. Of course, mm-hmm. I'm I'm a red, a white and blue Suzuki nerd. Right. I now, love. I'm going to tell you what's going to blow my mind hmm. at the Intermont if they unveil not only the 1000 but the 750 and 600 to go with it. If they do that, if they pull that off. I don't see them doing all three at the same. They'll get the 1,000 out, and then they'll do the 650 the next for 18. Mm-hmm. I see that happening because that's the way they've always done it. Um, but they they need to come back with they the do if it's that big of a jump between like when oh like from 05 to 06 the GSXR 650 that big a jump it was like 04 to 05 the GSXR 1000. Right. If you get this big a jump on a GSXR 1000. They will be the same amount of step forward and everything for the 650 mm-hmm. because they can't not make a good bike. Right. Sport bikes are what they do. They do cruisers. They do motards really well. They do dirt bikes really well. But Suzuki's bread and butter is a track trackable sport bike. You alive over there? Meanwhile, Tyler's choking up because we're talking about Suzuki's and we're not talking about Ducati's. So I was just getting a little nostalgic for my Gixxer 600. Oh, dude. Uh, now, I'm not kidding you. That if they can bring that back, I will be 
so excited just to see a new another super sport bike go after the Yamaha mm-hmm. because back in 06 07 you had all three all four Japanese manufacturers with riders on them in the US and in the World Series bouncing off each other yep. it yep. was awesome the grids were 45 deep I hated corner working big grid. I hate corner working big grid races because everybody's on top of each other for the first three laps. But oh my god, it was so much fun. Now, unfortunately, we know that Honda's not going to be in that game. No, nope. dropping the CBR six. Dropping that CBR six hundred. They've got to. They'll bring something. They have to bring something back. Because either they're going to just. They can't kill the six hundred. They can't. They well, can't not. They. What now? They're the ones we, that created that. They are. can't get out of it. But there. what we need to do is wait for Honda to decide to get out of the utilitarian vehicle. Yeah phase that they're in now where they're building things like the ctx series well see they're building see they're again they're not making it for performance no they're making it for livability for drivability for everyday honda's always honda's always they've been practical social honda's idea was he wants to build a bike that will fit everyone on the planet which is fantastic Great idea, and it's worked well when he's moved worked, it into the CBR range. Well, see, that's not even worked well. In CBR. It's it's worked well every time he's done it. Mm-hmm. It's like Honda sells the most motorcycles on the planet. Mm-hmm. Harley is a distant second, which we can talk about them here in a little bit, right? But are you going skiing? What are you doing? Wait, oh. were you the random guy running over there? Yes. yes. <laughs> well, now that he has less hair, he's cool. But now, if I run, it's like number number. Oh, oh. oh my god. I don't uh, know if they can hear that or not. Oh, yeah. Probably not. <laughs> anyway. Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Yeah. But uh, it, it, it hurts my heart with the CBR being gone. Right. Well, at least in the 600 range. Your hands are freezing. Don't do that. She's a girl. Her, I mean, all girls' hands are cold. That's well, I mean, it's the only thing they could have done worse than this last one they came out with. And the last one they came out with was actually pretty decent. I, it grew on me. Yeah. Very quickly. But. <laughs> but, I don't know. Of course, going back to Suzuki. Yep. The other thing that I'm really, really, really hoping to see is finally an update, again, eight years down the road, to the Hayabusa. See, that's the thing. They That bike... I mean, you got to consider the fact that you have to take into account. Just like Rossi is... 33% of MotoGP's popularity. I'm not arguing whether the boost is done. I'm not sure what the bike. percentage rate is, but it's a fairly yeah. large chunk. The Busa <laughs> does have a very large following. Yeah. And as you know, I absolutely love them because and, they are great all-around bikes. And, and I may pick on them and I may dog high boosts and stuff. You just need to ride one. I I need to ride one now. I haven't ridden one since I... First one I ever rode, I didn't really know what I was doing. I didn't really understand what was going on. So I need to ride another one. But... I'll always like the first generation better, <laughs> just from looks and everything else. Because from generation one to generation two, generation two kind of got a little fat. It, it got, it, it got, it, she's not a she's not a curvy girl anymore. She's a, kind of a big girl now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because the original one is it, she's curvy. I like that bike. <clears throat> the new one, that's a, mm. I don't know. I still like the, the look of the second gen better. I love the motor. But the I motor love that long fantastic. stroke motor. Yeah. If I could, the one of the car build dreams that I have. I want to get one of those Caterham kits and throw a Hayabusa motor in it. Mm-hmm. Punch one out to like a 1554 mm-hmm. and get about 230 horsepower out of it and put in that yeah. thing. And it's a super smooth transmission. Oh, I know. I, it's oh, just, man, you compare that to a ZX-14 where you go oh, clunk. It's like riding it. a Harley. Forget it. I just, it's, boosts aren't my thing because there's so many 
people that have stretched it and fat tired them and all that and kind of stuff. And that's where nice. my dislike of boost is for the first. Yeah. Oh. 10 years? 13 years of years? having them in existence yeah. came from. I like but, them because they make really fun drag bikes and really fun all around bikes, but mm-hmm. I just, I'm not. I'm not a Busa fan. Right. Well, I'm just not. curious to see what Suzuki's really going to do. Again, it's a render from Young Machine. Yeah. Uh, their April issue has the f- the front end of the Busa, and it yeah. looks really cool. Yeah. Counterpoint to that, above it is a Kawasaki that they call the ZX-11R. That's not gonna. Why would they do that? And That's supposedly dumb. both bikes are turbocharged. <laughs> That's dumb. They would no. Well, I mean, but see, this is this is the problem. This is the problem with this. You start throwing a bunch of turbo bikes out there. Mm-hmm. It's you're like gonna the 80s all over again. Yeah, it's 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 a horsepower war, and you're gonna get these guys that think they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And luckily, they get out of the parking lot. But then you've got somebody doing a high side, mm-hmm. two yeah. blocks from the parking lot. So now it's just I. Well, again, it's kind of A bunch like, of bikes with 250 horsepower isn't what you need. No. But, again, it's like the H2. And thinking on, on it and actually really looking at the whole situation, because a lot of people are, why is the H2 so expensive? Well, it's well it, because you, of all the technology, yeah, period. all the tech and shit. But at the same why. time, a bike that has that much power, now the RC213 VS is a little beyond well, that. That's, but, that's a completely different yeah. bike. But a bike with that much power available at any given time, it, you kind of need to make it a little more exclusive so that, you know, you don't just get Kid Squid come off the the sidewalk and buy it and then immediately put himself back on the sidewalk. Yeah, no, it's... it's The H2 and the H2R, I'm excited that it exists as, a, as an engineering exercise. Well, it might be more than an exercise because they're already talking about the R2. Which I, is an 800cc variant because they they designed that supercharger to be scalable. Well, see, this this is the thing. I I understand why they're doing it because emission regulations and that kind of stuff is coming, and that's the only way you can get the emissions down and still get the power. I get that, but what are you going to do when it's almost like to use a car reference? It's almost kind of like what BMW is doing. You've got the two, the three, the four, the five, the six, the seven, and the eight coming. And you got the X2, X1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6. You're diluting the brand when you sit there and throw all these models out there. And you're gonna somebody's gonna walk into a shop and not know what the fuck they're looking at. Right. And you can't have that. With cars you can kind of get away with it. Because when you go to buy you you need a car. Everyone needs everyone a car. needs it for a a cage. When you go to a motorcycle, you're when you're going to a motorcycle dealership, you don't need to go in there thinking that, hey, I want say It's I'm, an emotional purchase. Yeah. It's an emotional purchase, but so you know what you're gonna get into. You don't need to have someone walk in and go, I want either and I say either a GSSR seven fifty or this H one and a half or whatever they're gonna call <laughs> it. You know, H half. Like an 800 supercharged bike. How is that? No, don't. You, we don't. If you're going to do anything, force induction, get a small bike with a turbo on it or a supercharger on it, mm-hmm. and give a 600, a 800 power, level power and everything, and make it a good road bike, a good street street version of a sport bike, and make it to where it'll handle all right on the track, but not a pure race bike. Right. 
Because when you start, it's like, why is why is the G six R seven fifty so good, and the Panigale nine thirty nine so good? You're not beholden to race rules, right? To a re- regulations and shit like you that. You can make it the best motorcycle you can. Yeah, do that. Have your ZX six. Have your ZX ten. Have your H two R two, as they call it in the uh, over in England, the Willy waving competition. <laughs> okay, have that. If you are a track day guy or you want a pure sports bike, get the ZX six or the ZX ten. If you're a nut lunatic and you have the money, get the H two. If you're those of us who want a fun bike that we can take to a track day, but also, you know, ride back and forth to be comfortable on a tour, even put it right there in the middle. You're, and people Bring are back the say, ZX7. Yeah, everybody's just sit there saying, "Oh, you got the ZX ZSX1000, whatever the fuck it is." That's a sport touring bike. Mm-hmm. That's a, not a sport bike. It's a street bike. It's yeah. not a sport bike. It's just hell. We had a guy buy a brand new Ninja 1000, had it for two weeks. Came back in, traded in on a, a 636 because it wasn't aggressive enough. It wasn't sharp enough. For well, him. well, he should have done his homework a little bit better on that one. Yeah, he just looked at the 1000 and said, that's exactly what I want. Obviously not. But he didn't like the riding position. He didn't want to st- sit up and beg. He wanted to get on his hands and knees and drag oh. him. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. That got real graphic. Yeah, you did, didn't you? Um, Dirty-minded no, individual. Oh, what was it? Oh, you, oh, you <laughs> knocked my... Train of thought off track. <laughs> Shit. Get back on your hands and knees. <laughs> Just no. buy a 959. Yeah, yeah. be happy. <laughs> well, unless you don't want to pay Ducati to do yeah. all the service. Ducati tech. Um, what? Oh, shit. I was just about... Damn it, Tyler. What? This started and you are blaming Chris. What happened here? <laughs> well, no. Like your, your comment was... I need you around more often. Your comment <laughs> knocked it off. I had a really good point. Fuck. I'll, for, I'll remember it later. Ninja 1000? No. Hang on. ZX7? No. That'll never come back, unfortunately. No. Um, Although, I would actually really like to have, like, a 2000. No. Yeah, I, want a, I want a 93, 94 <laughs> round headlight ZXRR with the flat side carbs and all that shit. That's what I want. Only if with I the, can get an 86 GXSR, GSXR 750. I think, I mean, that's not a bad pick, but I think I would go on the ZXs. I'd, I'd probably go with the ZX9. Those are heavy. Those are those are like yeah, cards. I, I only but, like the seven because I remember growing up that to yeah. me that was a ninja. The yeah. ZX seven was the ninja. Well, that and having back when I first started getting into road racing back in. I mean, I'd always been around it. I always enjoyed it, but I started really looking hard at it. Was oh three oh two when. They had Eric Bostrom mm-hmm. on the ZX 750 yeah. with punched out to a 990, mm-hmm. 992 or something like that. A big bore ZX 7 just sliding everywhere. He win Pikes Peak every year, right? Just the Pikes Peak International Road Race Course because it was all left hand. There's like two mm-hmm. right hand corners. And he's a dirt tracker, so all he knows how to do is turn left. And besides, how can you go wrong with bright Kawasaki green oh, with blue striping and pick ZX 7? No, it was the best. <laughs> but I just. I don't know. It's just getting weird because the sport bike market is changing so much. Everybody, like your sport bike owners and what they want, they want a, They say they want a GP, GP bike for the street. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. You really don't want that. I've ridden race bikes enough, like stiff as shit race bikes. They're not comfortable. But Yeah, know. they're just going to stretch it and lower it anyways. Yeah. They're going to lower it and all, whatever. I'm, I'm done. What's next? <laughs> Um, let me see. So, in fact, I completely forgot what we were supposed to be talking about to begin with. 
Well, I mean, that was kind of the main thing is just bringing yeah. out all the news because this is all stuff that we've been collecting hey, over the last few days. That new Super Ducati Super Sport might break ground, break open at Intermont this year. That's true. That's coming. That's true. Um, Which is, I swear to God, it's going to be a 939 with a Panigale front end on it, but it's not going to be, it's going to be an air-cooled, it'll be a monster 930, is it the, is the little baby monster still an 821 or is it a 9-something? No. It's 821. 821? Is it air-cooled still? No. No. No, I was going to say. I doubt it'll be air-cooled because they, they don't have an air-cooled block in that lineup. Yeah. No. I'm going to guess it's, <clears throat> Super Sport's going to be an 821. Is the Scrambler? Scrambler's air cool, but that's the that's okay. that. But that's that, a different. That's a different deal. But I don't know. It's, I'm I'm really curious to see what comes out of Intermont because I mean we're that's really a, when you see all the fun stuff. We're gonna have a very good show after Intermont. Yeah, I know that. I mean, hell, oh. the B King was in, unveiled Intermont back in oh, 2002. B King, talk about an underrated motorcycle. Oh, yeah, that was supposed to be the original supercharged bike well, back that, in 2002. That, the, the show bike had a supercharger on it. Yep. But then Suzuki realized, hey, this is probably a bad idea. We're going to kill people. Yeah. Kawasaki hasn't thought that yet. But, dude, <laughs> I'm not kidding you. A B-King for, like, a fast touring bike. Like, if you want to hit Terra Hollis Skyway really hard, mm-hmm. B-King. B-King. A naked Busa, how could you go wrong? If you really want that commuter bike that will eat everything alive? Yes. Yeah. I honestly would have bought one of those if I could find I one. Would have. I would love a B-King. And Even it looks with like, the Optimus Prime headlight. I don't give a shit. Optimus Prime headlight and this big trombone-looking exhaust out the back. Those Fuck, needed to yeah. go. Yeah, I love that shit. Two brothers did good when they put those. Oh, things the Yoshimura twin exit was the tits. I've actually shit. never seen the Yoshi pipe for a B-King. Oh, it looks everyone so had good. The, had the two brothers. Oh well, because two brothers are so damn cheap. Well, that's, that's also because Suzuki and them got together with that. Well, yeah. So every Suzuki dealer that had a B-King got it. Two brothers got shit. the two brothers on. Well, see, and they sounded good. Oh well, but anyway. And no. lost like fifty pounds. Well, that's not saying much. But oh god, that B King was oh such a cool bike. So I mean, that's just one of the bikes that came out of the Intermont. Unfortunately, the way it was unveiled didn't quite make it to the way we got no. it. You know, all like twelve of you who own one of these. Yeah. Uh, I just. I mean, there's some other companies that said they're going to have more bikes unveiled. And BMW's got this the two R9Ts coming. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a cafe, a full-on cafe bike, and probably uh, a bare bones, really stripped down something. And then that's all BMW's going to have come out. Um, I'm thinking Bimota's going to drop something mm-hmm. just to show that they're still around. Yeah, but see, this is the thing about the Bimota stuff. The is it the DB8, the one with the multi-strata motor? Yeah, that bike there lapped within at because PB does the Mallory Park stuff, and they put Michael Rudder on the bike, and they say, "Hey, go have some fun, see what kind of lap times you can turn." And they're like, "Yeah," they didn't tell him. They just told him it was an 1198 Ducati motor. They didn't tell him which one it was. So he goes out and he from after reading the article, he's flying, and he's. Gets off the bike and goes, yeah, it's got the 1198 panty motor in it. What'd you expect? He goes, that's the Multistrada motor. He didn't know what to think because he was tenth overall behind. Uh, he was faster than <clears throat> every 600. He was faster than most 2014 leader bikes, and he was behind like ZX10s and, and you know the S1000RRs and that kind of stuff in the HP4. But it was eight tenths of a second off a brand new double R. With the H lightweight wheels and all that shit, hmm. so uh, that thing, shit, I would, 
I I like what Bemota's doing. There you and go. it's just and all their stuff's gorgeous. It, oh yeah, just obscene. Well, it should be for what it is. But what about Buell? Buell? Oh yeah, because I completely forgot about that. I know time. you did. <laughs> me being the Buell weirdo. Um, Buell-do. Buell-do. Um, they are. That's a new one. They are <laughs> slowly coming back. Them getting bought out by this liquidation company has probably been the best thing for them. And as much as I like Eric and I like his engineering and everything, it's probably the best idea to get him away from the boardroom. And he's a fantastic engineer, but he's a terrible businessman. Right. Um, keep him designing stuff. Keep him designing and stuff. working on bikes. Don't let him run. Don't give him any money, or don't let him run the money. Um, they've got they're they're going with the RX and the SX, the naked bike. There will be a new bike unveiled at the end of next year and they're talking about a sub $10,000 bike so I'm thinking it's going to be a smaller capacity If it's either going to be a smaller capacity RX SX combination or it's going to be oh that's the only way they can be because they're not going to be able to put an 1190 in a $10, sub $10,000 bike um, and if they do say a 750 or an 850 V twin mm-hmm. in a full fairing bike that's sub ten thousand dollars. I would be very interested in that. I'd say eight ninety nine. Eight ninety nine or yeah, eight ninety nine CC be about right. That way they have the differentiation between the eleven ninety and mm-hmm. the smaller one. Yeah. Let it look like the RX because the RX looks fucking sexy. Oh, that bike's gorgeous. And then if they want to do an SX, Rob's going to bring the SX out if you haven't seen one yet. It's actually, it's a neat looking bike. It is. It's a slick bike. And in white, it looks good. Rob got huh. the right color in that. But, I, I mean, if you give me 135 horsepower and 65, 75 pound feet of torque and a bike that's stiff and that handles, I'm in. Sign me up. I'm ready to go. I'll trade the BMW in. Wow. I'm Bold down. statement right there. Like, if you do that right and it works and it's sub $10,000 and it looks good, I would be very, very interested in that. Because it's an American company, you know, we as Americans can build a Corvette and a Camaro and a Mustang and all that kind of stuff. And now that we've got to the point where the Mustang outsold the 435 and the M4 over in Europe, and we've got it all, okay, why can't Americans build sport bikes? Right. Let's do that. I am completely down for that. We can build a hell of a cruiser, though, apparently. Shit, well, we can build a <laughs> hell of a cruiser, but the problem is... And a bunch of t-shirts. Yeah, they're a, yeah. They... Didn't didn't the word come back from Harley that they are actually greenlighting the live wire? Did I hear that right? I've heard rumors, but I don't have I haven't seen anything. Concrete. I swear, if they do that, that is a home run right there because that live wire was so much fun, and it I was, never got a chance it to ride it. Pulled like a freight. I mean, you could wheelie this thing for days. It pulled like a freight train. It looked good. It sounded cool, and on top of the fact, Scarlett Johansson wrote it. I mean, come on, that's true. So. It's just, if if they bring that out, but the problem is they've got that new 107 and the 114 motors coming. Right. And it's you could do a lot with the air cooled push rod 45 degree, but when does it become cost? Not it's not cost effective. Well, basically, it's just I hate to say, put it this way, but Harley Davidson is like Mexican food. It's yeah. good, but everything you order is just a variation of the same thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, at what point in time are we going to be tired of just... hurt. 
Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, That's only if you get the cheese on. Right. <laughs> At what point are we going to get tired of just a bigger engine and actually want a bike that does everything? I right? want something like it. In that situation, if it's a cruiser, I don't necessarily need power. I need torque. torque. Is good. I mean, you need torque, but you don't necessarily need power. Mm-hmm. I want plush suspension. That's not going to be jarring, which is the problem. Mm-hmm. And then I want decent brakes mm-hmm. because that's what I I want to stop. I want better brakes than I have a stronger engine. Yeah, I don't. Even, I mean, engine wise, I'm okay. Just because okay, fine. If I'm a cruiser, I'm not that worried about going fast. No, but when you've got the 900 pound motorcycle, you want the brakes that will do the job. Exactly. I want if I'm on an ultra limited, I need big brakes because that that's a pig of a motorcycle. Yeah, not really a pig, but it's a big bull of a motorcycle. Right. I just want 100 foot pounds of torque. Electric. Electric bikes will give you everything immediately. Right now. You want to go fast win? Now. <laughs> oh, I'm already beating you. And you're riding me. <laughs> Actually, instead of you want to go fast win, it'd be more like, you want to go for whoa! <laughs> you better hold on, bitch. Although <laughs> oh, Tina sent me a picture of a bitch hitch. That looked painful. <laughs> that did not look comfortable at all. No. What? A bitch hitch. It looks Kill like him, a, Daniel. I don't want the little suction cup seat. To go nope, oh. no, 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 oh. not even close. Okay. Man's garage after dark. Yep. Hang on. No, this is quite classic. Uh oh. Hang on. Talk amongst yourselves. Oh boy. Fall is in the air. So if you hear a scream, <laughs> yes, it's it is clowns. fall. Hey, it, today. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's some women that would really like that. Yeah, I, oh, that no, would no, be no, terrible. No, no, no. I, yeah, that would be awful. That. I'm not even going to finish that. No, one. don't. Oh, thank you. Um, but, hey, we're uh, rounding up to about an hour here and yeah. about 15% left on the battery. So, yeah, let's go ahead and call it a night. I think we're going to wrap it up. It's 930 and Tina's got to get home and i got to get home. And you got, that note, how's Tyler? Hey, you haven't Hi. said shit. <laughs> kind of quiet. What'd you get for being late? Fucker. Yeah, well... Some of us don't get off till seven. I got out a little early, but it, yeah, by the time we got to the house, and then I have to drive up here. Oh, that's right. You had to ride in with Nash, didn't you? Yep. <clears throat> oh God, that was your first mistake. <sighs> Anyways, anyway, so yeah, we're gonna call a night here, but we'll have a ride report next weekend. Yes, we will uh, next week for you. Um, hopefully, some more news and hopefully video. Some video. Uh huh. Well, we're not going to get anything until the end of the week, so we won't have Intermont news until the next episode. Nope. But. Some other yeah. fun news that we'll Lots talk about. Lots of fun stuff. And there's some fun stuff coming that we uh, yeah. haven't really talked about. We don't want to talk about now. yet. We don't want to talk about yet. Um, so stick around for that one. Um, again, if you are in the area and you would like to join us this Sunday, um, look it up. It's the second, excuse me, third. Third. Damn, that's a, you do that every time. Ride, uh, on Facebook. Um, it's going to be Sunday, starting at 9 o'clock. Um, nice, fun, relaxed, chill ride. Get to know each other. Um, come and join us. Just give us a heads up your coming so we know to wait. Yeah. Um, as always, you can always contact us through all of the usual social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Even though I don't think any of us really pay attention to Twitter. I don't, yeah, I don't understand it. I'm not on Twitter. Um, Twitter's it's like a big group conversation that you're always left out of. Yeah. Well, Twitter seems to be understand. like the most narcissistic thing you can do. Nobody gives a shit about what you're doing at that moment in time. Right. That's what Instagram's for, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot more um, fun that way. And again, you can and always you can take contact pictures. us by yep. phone. 
at 2625. Go ride. Uh, we didn't even plan that. That's the best part. Right. <laughs> and then, um, actually, our email is no longer in existence. So podcast at wingmansgarage.net. Yeah, forget it right now. Uh, we're having some technical issues with the .net. Just message us on Facebook. Yeah, just get with us. Um, I'm going to challenge you really quickly before we leave. Who's challenging what? Next week, I want to hear from all of you. Not these two knuckleheads. Oh, yeah, so you're going to hear from me later today, late, late tonight. Right. But for those of you listening, I'm going to challenge you. What is your Resto Mod bike of choice? Yes! That's going to be a fun one. I don't care I know what, I'm doing. what year, provided that it is nothing built within the last 15. Yeah. All your right. cutoff date is your cutoff year is 2001. 2001. Anything prior to 2001, I want to know what your resto mic resto bike mod. I can't speak. Resto mod bike is, and I want to know what you would do with it. Exactly. I want to hear what your personal visions of this machine is. Turbos. It could be. You never know. Could be a hamster wheel. I've got. I've got two. Same um, thing. I've got two. I'm um, <laughs> thinking in my head right now. It's the lower hamsters. Yeah. So whatever <laughs> so it is, called turbo lag. Get Shit. get to us either on the phone two six two five go ride or on the social medias. Uh, just send it to us. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm curious to see what you've got. But uh, on that note, we're gonna call it a night. This is Chris, the wingman. This is Tyler, Daniel, the track rat. Tina Vita. And you've been listening to episode 24. 24. So, in the great wars of someone else, enjoy your burrito. What? Stacy Boochies? Turn that shit off.